whether you're selling SaaS or whether you're selling consulting engagement to a client or whether you're selling an idea to your internal team, the ability to crystallize that in a way that actually sticks into a visual is such an important skill, such an important skill, such an important skill. 90% conversational marketing automation discussion. We're back after a few awesome deep dives into marketing and sales strategies, but as we all know, getting people to a demo or a meeting is only the first step. You must close from there. This is why we pepper in episodes around bottom of the funnel and even post-sale activities. You can hear ways to optimize everything. Now today, I have Allie McGee. I'm very excited and I'll give you her introduction in a minute. We're gonna talk about sales enablement and presenting. One definition of sales enablement is the process of providing the sales organization with information, content, and tools to help salespeople sell more effectively. So we'll unpack that in a minute, but let me first introduce my co-host, my guest, Allie Mickey. You see her LinkedIn profile on screen now. Allie is the CEO and founder at Stick.ai. Allie is a Stanford MBA having author, speaker, leader, the list goes on. So Ali, to kick things off, you mentioned to me before the podcast, a great interpretation of sales enablement, but why don't you start there? Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Alex. So to me, sales enablement is really about pulling together sales and marketing in a time when B2B selling has never been more difficult. <laughs> there is a tremendous amount of noise in the marketplace uh, that has never existed to this degree before. And so the unique challenge that we have as sellers is we have to be able to, to say that our organizations are telling a consistent story and yet also a customized story. Because if it's not consistent, then you're confusing the marketplace, right? And people don't actually know what, what it is you do and you're selling different products to different customers. Whereas if it's not customized, then your buyers aren't going to pay attention. And so it's almost like, you know, we have more, more competition and more noise, and yet we still have to be able to, to stand out uh, and, and really resonate. And, and personalization is the way to do that. So to me, sales enablement, particularly for these early stage companies, is about that balance of, you know, making sure that your sales team is prepared with a consistent story, but also has all of the tools that they need to customize that story to the buyer. That's a perfect introduction. I pulled up on screen a video that I watched recently. It's you at the Relay Venture CEO Summit. And there's an anecdote that you mentioned in the video that I believe kind of snowballed into the product that you mentioned. Can you talk real quickly about that situation that you were in and where you saw that pain point and a possible solution for it? Yeah, so I spent a lot of time, so you know, the context of that talk was talking about the importance of storytelling in in sales today and how it's more important than ever. Uh, and I really got into this as a management consultant at Bain where we would spend a tremendous amount of time, uh, you know, storylining decks. And it was like all about before you added any content, right? You wanted to make sure that you had had a really clear story. But then at, 
you know, once you filled in the content, <laughs> you know, most people are kind of econ majors or, uh, you know, coming from the business side of the house. And so the, the content would just be walls and walls of text. And I saw that, you know, if you, when you presented that deck to an executive or to any client, really, that person would go directly to the, you know, the one visual in the deck. Right? And we called that at Bain the, the million dollar slide concept. It was like that one visual that captured the answer to the case, right, uh, in, in that one page. And they were always visual. And so it kind of became this this hub of the office because my background, you know, I had studied, I wasn't an econ major, I was a studio art major. <laughs> so I've been visualizing ideas my whole life. And I kind of became this hub in the office of, hey, can you help me make this more visual? Can you help me make this more visual? And I just saw that visual communication, whether you're selling SaaS or whether you're selling consulting engagement to a client or whether you're selling an idea to your internal team, the ability to crystallize that in a way that actually sticks into a visual is such an important skill. And yet I saw it was also really rare. Yeah, and I can speak to that. I'm very heavy on the marketing side, on the push and pull side, just creating a lot of demand. And sometimes we kind of forget, we get a little too involved in the automation process, but we get a little too far along and we forget about the human aspect, about storytelling, about the visuals, about really making sure that person that comes through and the person that you are talking to gets what you need them to get about the product or service. Yep. So not to oversimplify, but it's hard. We are being asked to do things that are not in our job description. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, the salespeople are not trained in graphic design. So why are they being asked to do it? And the reality is there that our tools demand it. All right. So, I mean, PowerPoint is a graphic design tool, actually, uh, a communication design tool. And and most of us are not designers. We were trained in different, different skills. Uh, and so, you know, I think one is sort of a, a mismatch in the, the skill set and the training and, and the demands of the job. Uh, and I think another is, you know, around the, the storytelling. Storytelling is really difficult. Uh, it's very, very difficult. It's something that, you know, I think we all appreciate the value of, but very few of us actually have the bandwidth to to spend the time to really create that story. You know, as a, for the founders out there, you know this because you've had to do this every time you, you know, pitch to raise a, raise a round for sure. But I think as salespeople, you know, we have to be prepared with, as I mentioned, that consistent story, right? Which comes ideally from marketing, from sales leadership as well. It's really a co-created thing. Uh, but then we also have to be able to personalize it. And it's storytelling is kind of happens on those two levels, right? So, you know, again, being prepared with that, if it's a sales deck kind of uh, with the overarching storyline, but then also being armed with those customer success stories and just being able to translate everything into this story that happens in a broader context, just beyond your product features. Because I think that's, that's really the main pitfall. And I would argue that, you know, tech feels this pain. Tech companies feel this pain as badly, if not worse than, than other industries, because we get so excited about our products that we want to tell everyone about the new features we built because we're proud of them. Right? <laughs> like, and they're changing all the time. 
But the reality is no one cares about your features until they understand why they matter. And that's where the storytelling comes in. I, I like that. And now let's dive into where things are at. And to do that, I want to bring up the term sales and marketing alignment. And on this podcast, we had Dan Smith. I don't know if you've uh, crossed paths with him. Yeah, He's one of the experts around sales and marketing alignment. He harped on the fact that communication needs to be there. Obviously, consistency needs to be there. And we want to make sure that in this respect, we're talking about how to arm your sales team with the best possible tools and the best possible solutions for their pain points. And one of those pain points, as you mentioned, is design. So can you talk real quickly about some of the biggest challenges that you've experienced with regards to sales and marketing alignment? Absolutely. So I think the biggest shift in mindset that has to happen is that we have moved from a seller-centric environment where the seller controlled the information, the seller controlled the conversation into a buyer-centric environment. Um, and just to give a tangible example of this, right, a lot of the sales conversations, <laughs> when I get pitched, I get pitched a lot uh, as a business owner. And often the pitch is something that I already read on their website. Right. Like I have already gone through the landing page. I've already done my G2 crowd reviews. I've already as a buyer, I've already done my research. I'm, I'm further along in the process. Right. So that we have to, as sellers, we have to adjust to that new world where actually it becomes less about let me pitch you my product. And it becomes more about let me understand your problem. Uh, so I think that discovery <laughs> discovery is the best sales tactic uh, and most valuable you know secret weapon you can possibly have uh, because it's really about discovery and finding the fit rather than you know shoving information down the buyer's throat because uh, they already they already know it. So I'd say that's that's the big mindset shift. That's all great information. Thank you so much. So what I'd like to know is why are teams struggling to get quality presentations done when we have all of the resources of today? Yeah, so I can give you it can give you kind of an overview and some of the some of the core ideas behind the product and how we see it, you know, falling into this process. So the key idea of stick and we talked about the problem earlier, right, which is that visual communication is so important and yet very few of us know how to do it well because it's not how we were trained. And so the idea of stick was like, can we take the intelligence of, you know, some of the best visual designers in the world and give that skill to anyone and give that skill instantly to a sales team. Um, and so, you know, the core of the product is really in this text to visual translation. So as you're typing out, you, know, you can imagine rather than uh, just taking your you know, notes in, in Salesforce, instead, if in a discovery call, you could capture what your buyer is saying and then generate materials right there uh, in real time. Um, in the, in your brand, you know, with their prospect logo already loaded up because we already you know can can read it from from the calendar invite, right? And just saying again, it kind of goes to this paradigm shift, right? Of before, we used to live in a world of enterprise sales where you know you'd have a field sales rep go pitch this gorgeous PDF, <laughs> well designed deck, you know, for a two million dollar contract. Uh, that's no longer the case. Like now, it is a constant stream of conversation because it's you know the ACVs have dropped, the the sales cycles have shortened, and now it's just this constant 
constant cadence. And it's about the buyer, not the seller. So why, I would argue, why are our sales materials still shaped by the sellers? It doesn't make any sense, right? Like if, a, if the point of a discovery call, you know, companies like Chorus and Gong have done a great job of sharing some of the learnings here in terms of, you know, call recording and sort of best practices. But it's proven that if I am selling to you in a discovery call, my goal is to get you to speak as much as possible. The more you speak, the more likely I am to close a deal, right? So then why am I the one preparing all the materials? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, right? We should be preparing, you know, we should have the overarching storyline set and maybe some of the materials, but really like what if you could populate those materials based on the actual conversation, not based on, you know, some stock script that no one really is engaged by. So, so that, those are some of kind of the, the core ideas ideas behind the product and and how we see our role in this new world i love it and i'm showing the visuals here the actual images of kind of the old way and the new way on uh, being able to articulate some of the just boring drab content that you see in presentations making it simpler but more visually appealing and actually engage your buyers. This is really awesome. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm in the beta right now and I'm going to invite everyone else to join the beta. So then let's talk about the product itself. So stick.ai, can you give us current status and then where you're trying to take it as a brand? Absolutely. Uh, so in the, where we are right now is we're in a closed beta. Uh, and so we're working with, you know, working with a handful of sales and marketing professionals focused on the SaaS industry. Uh, to really refine that core product, uh, we're building up, you know, building up our content libraries and and redesigning the front end interface right now, actually for an even better user experience for a Q1 launch of next year, more publicly to make it more publicly available. Uh, I'd say one of the things that we've learned in the product, in terms of you know, it's it's been like an interesting got a. I love the product design side of it as well. So uh, one of the things that's been really interesting is rather than just giving tools like PowerPoint today and pretty much every other competitor out there, it's you go to add a new slide and it says click to add title. That's not inspiring, right? Like that's just, it doesn't help you along the way. It just shows you where to put your ideas. Instead, we're building a tool, uh, we're really doubling down on more engaging content such that you can say, okay, what are you trying to accomplish? Trying to build a sales deck? Great. Here are the eight questions you need to answer. And then from your answers, we'll build your materials. Uh, you know, right. We won't build them. You'll build them in stick <laughs> right away. Uh, and so we're kind of working on, that's kind of the, the uh, you know, near term challenge we're working to fill is like, really building in that con that content and embedded knowledge into the tool to make this really specific for sales and marketing. Um, and then in terms of where we're headed, you know, the, the vision is really to go towards, I believe having spent a lot of time looking at the trends in this industry, right? I believe we're moving towards a world in which, we are going to get away from stock PDFs and PowerPoint slides and instead, you know, moving towards a world in which you're having a conversation and visuals are populating real time, you know, in, in the meeting room or in your Zoom window, right? Um, so being able to go from not just text to visual, but 
uh, touch to visual on your mobile device or voice to visual um, through, you know, lots of with all the with all the breakthroughs in, in NLP, then, you know, we'll be able to, to make better and better recommendations from that as well to better understand what you're saying. Uh, and so anyway, I see I see stick as being this is sort of our first our first step in uh, you know, giving a giving a better way, giving sales and marketing professionals a better way to document their conversations and and en- make their conversations more engaging with visuals and storytelling. But in the long term, this is a, a whole new category of, of visual documents. I'd say that can be used from for everything from email to meeting meeting materials to you know keynote presentations. Uh, we, we see the the possibilities as being endless. This has been insightful, and I think everybody is going to walk away with at least the knowledge and understanding of where simplicity of design and storytelling fit into their sales presentations, as well as internal presentations. It's changing the mindset of what to do and how to do in regards to presentations. So I'm so excited. So thank you so much, Allie. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye. 90% of the conversational market. I think I'm joking. The marketing automation discussion.